Hey, hey, this is the little Quran coming at you this morning uh, with the audio podcast that I have. And I'm trying to, you know, enlighten some things, even though I need some enlightening myself. You know, everybody needs some enlightening. You know, in this world, that's that's one of the things that people, you know, don't don't do to try to give each other some inspiration. But I had the visual podcast this morning and tried to direct some things out to try to let, you know, everyone know that the powers that are involved in this situation have us, you know, uh, subdued into the demonic state and um, government that we're going through to uh, give us uh, something to subdue us and hold us back when we don't need to be subdued and held back we need to be encouraged and we need to be having all types of avenues open for the angels to prevail and get us into a better state of mind and a better state and government I had to get my morning Colombian coffee. Cabron, it's the best coffee in the world. But I want to say to our government that by you being holier than thou and not listening to me is the reason why you're in the state you are. I had to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God to let you know that I was going to stick to the truth and I wasn't going to fabricate it because you had people's lives that were getting snuffed out. My mother's one. Uh, You know, um, Dr. Dre is a very, very horrible, horrible man. Um, Big homie's brother, you know, well, you know, big homie and his brother still alive, but his brother's gone because of these things. You know what I mean? You know, your government, you know, you you, you ruin a lot of people's lives because you entertain people that are false gods, false prophets like Dr. Dre uh, claiming to be a person of uh, illegitimate crime. And he speaks for everyone. No, he can't speak for everyone. He can't represent anything criminal. And what is he doing doing in your government? You know, I paid for him to be in the witness protection program because you were all extorting me. So that right there, you know, uh, was one of those reasons why you all are extorted out of power with Putin and China, the emperor, holding the power in the extortion ring. You fooled around with Dr. Dre and he went around your he went behind your back and he started cutting deals with these people. You should have never brought him into the uh, government to do anything like that. You know, Nancy, she brought him into the government because of she helping him clean his money years ago, putting it in the Federal Reserve. You remember if you you Googled back 42 years ago, where's Dr. Dre's money? In the Federal Reserve. 
And when you remember, they said, where's the IRS money? In the UK bank. You remember? They changed the search engines on Google because they didn't want people to know that they were stashing my money there and a lot of the people's money there paying the colonial tax to the UK and they got a percentage of the money as far as the interest on the money being in their bank sitting there. When they went to the IRS to confront them about it, the IRS said, this is not the way we do business. We do not take American money off American soil and put it into another bank to stash it. We keep our money here in the American economy to where it's in the American banks where it's supposed to be taken off of the soil as against the law. So they had to change the shroud of where is the IRS money because the IRS told them to take us off of that. We wouldn't have done that. So that's the money that they had of mine that they were hiding, but they put it under the cloak of the IRS. Because back in the day, when I used to go to Catholic Charities for having medical, I couldn't get any, I couldn't even get in welfare 42 years ago because of the fact that, you know, they were extorting me at the rapid rate and they were out to get me in their Jim Crow that they did not serve me. I, I mean, I had a child tell me, like, 20 years old, tell me I couldn't get welfare, I couldn't get food stamps, I couldn't get medical, and I couldn't get any money. But at the same time, you're extorting my money at a rapid rate with Jim Crow. But they did not want me to prosper. And I was called down to, you know, I had to end up going to Catholic Charities for help. They help people that don't have any, you know, uh, finances. But with me, it was no problem because they just extorted it off my money and paid for my medical bill. I knew what they were doing, but I needed help. I needed to, you know, be checked up and, you know, me, you know, they needed to see a doctor. But when I used to go down there to check Catholic charities, I used to get letters all the time from the IRS downtown telling me to stop in for a visit. That means that uh, you have a lot of money somewhere and somebody's, you know, I know I didn't owe any taxes because the simple fact is, you know, I wasn't getting the money. So I went in there and several times, it was more than once that they called me because they were really curious to know before they really found out. And I'll tell you the reason why. But they would call me in there and they would ask me, do you have anything else going for you that draws a lot of money? Well, music. There's nothing but my music, but if, that, if it's anything, I'm not getting anything. It says somebody is, because they're using your name. And it was Jay-Z, because I'll tell you why. Pittsburgh, Peduto, and Obama was in office. It was on his term. Pittsburgh and Obama, Peduto, allowed Jay-Z to come to Pittsburgh and change his name at the Social Security office to Michael Dean. After he did that, he was able to go out into the communities and broker off the name Michael Dean to anybody, white, black, everybody, to sell me off an extortion to get my music royalties. Everywhere I had plates, I had music at iHeart, I had music at Pandora, and everywhere I went, there was another Michael Dean. 
You see? And I told the IRS, I said, I'm not just Michael Dean, I'm Michael J. Dean. So you have to put that J in there in order for you to pull me up. When you run a background check, you run Michael J. Dean. Not Michael Dean, because a lot of Michael Deans will pop up because the government allowed with Jay-Z coming to Pittsburgh and Peduto allowed them to change his name to Michael Dean. Just Michael Dean. That's the reason why the Michael Dean down there in the courthouse is using me and extorting me. And I just caught him with triple A trying to do that because they tried to tell me I did not pay my bill. He wanted me to pay his bill. And I had to have words with him and say, wait a minute. I said, you sure you got Michael J. Michael J. Dean? Because I pay you guys every year to protect me on roadside service and to uh, take care of my needs when I need you. I haven't had a flaw since I've been work, you know, um, you know, paying those guys on my end of it. So this is the first time I'm getting these questions about this. So when she checked, she realized that Michael J. Dean was who I was. And the other extortioner was trying to extort his way into me paying for their extortionist AAA bill. And I said it to him. I said, this is extortion. She didn't like it. She was like, well, no, she was nonchalant about it. But I knew that they knew about it because they told me a lie about my battery and they said it was, you know, I replaced the battery and hurry up home and, you know, this and that. And I just bought this battery less than a year back in the winter. You know, I mean, and it's like a pretty much five to six year battery. You know what I'm saying? You know, they prorate things and stuff like that. But I got the plate, got the battery from AutoZone. So he said, well, you know, um, if you, he said, what did you get this from? And I said, I got it from the lo- one of the local auto places. And um, I know how AAA does. They want you to put one of their AAA batteries in their, in your car. But I bought one of their AAA batteries before. And before the winter could be finished, that battery died. And I had to have them come out and put another one in. They prorated me. But I was still under warranty. So uh, I went to AutoZone where I bought the battery and I explained the situation that I had a problem with roadside service and they were telling me that the battery needs to be replaced. So one of their people, you know, he came out, a um, gentleman by the name of Terrell, he came out and uh, he assisted me and he told me, he said, man, I don't know what they told you, he said, but this battery is fine. It's strong, it's resonating strong and, and I don't see anything that says that it needs to be replaced. I said, I knew that. I said, I just wanted to follow up on that and make sure before I drive anymore and, uh, you know, keep myself, you know, um, in a position to be able to get back and forth. But I appreciate you. And I knew it was true. I said, I knew he wanted me to just get one of his batteries and extort me. Trip away. So my point is, is that Pennsylvania has a way and Pittsburgh has a way of allowing me to be extorted for everything. They took everything I have out of my home with U-Haul and they have my stuff and they um, murdered my mother with UPMC, Art Rooney and the factions in Wilkinsburg with like Hoots and her extortionist police officers Edgewood 
and her constables, Michael Berenger and his partner. I call them Crockett and Tubbs, the crooked Crockett and Tubbs. They're weeded into the fabric of the community to where they can extort the community from her office. She's been doing that for years. I mean, I, I remember when I used to come down and help the community. And I, I admit that sometimes I did use the jitney because a lot of people used to tell me, Michael, just be in Wilkinsburg. A lot of the elderly women that, you know, needed to get home. They used to tell me, just be in Wilkinsburg about such and such a time. I want you to run me home. I don't really trust anybody else. And those guys didn't like that when they, when they said that because they were like, well, you know, I can take you home. But they didn't trust them. And plus, I would just, you know, give them breaks and maybe stop a couple places and really didn't tax them that much about it. You know what I'm saying? But these guys, you know, they were working with hoots and they were extortionists down there, dis- jit- jitney. And, and, you know, they arrested me detained me and you know did a lot of you know things around find me $150 here $50 here $40 there you know they were you know just really you know extorting me so and I told him I said I wasn't you know a lot of when they detained me the day they detained me I wasn't even jitney in that day I just went and got me a soda came out the store and this one country western cop that always had the country western music in his truck playing roll out he came out and he said uh he came up to me and he started poking me in the chest and he said, you, I'm, you know, I don't want you back down here in the community. And he was poking. I said, listen, I said, oh, wait a minute now. I said, this is assault. I said, you know, I'm not touching you and I'm not, I'm listening to what you're saying. And I, I feel that it's, you know, violate my civil rights. How are you to tell me I can't come down in the community? And he said, I, you know, he started poking me and he said, and I said, well, you know, I said, I'm not saying anything about what you're saying, but you don't have to touch me when you're talking to me. You're under arrest. I said, for what? And he took me to their Wilkinsburg jail. There was witnesses, um, you know, a, a guy named Michael. He came in and he came. He told me, he said, man, I'll be your witness. But by the time, I, you know, the court hearing, he was there, but he was no help because Hoots had extorted him out of being a witness. She obstructed my justice and my mother's too. You know, she's a very despicable woman. She has a lot of enemies out here because of that same thing. I told her one time, I said, you're a magistrate now. I said, but when you come out to the public and come to the people, I said, don't look to have any love out here, no friends, because everybody hates you. You know, I mean, she did one of my ex-women wrong, too, when she went to court on a rent issue. You know, she was having a rent issue with her aunt and she railroaded her in her court, too. So nobody really cares for the woman because she's abrasive. And I'm sorry to say that her sister was brutally murdered. I mean, hacked to death. And uh, she knows who it is and she doesn't even say anything, but she has a lot of time to tell everybody what they should be doing for the law when she's breaking it. Solve that cold case about your sister if you love her. If you don't love her, keep on denying the fact of who killed her. You know who killed her. Everybody knows who killed her. But you're afraid to tell who killed her. See, you got a lot of time to push me around and push a lot of other people around once you push them around. You're a magistrate. You push everybody else around. Once you push the killer of your your, your sister around, you know who it is. But you're a coward. But you're bullying us, though. 
You're bullying me saying I broke into my own house and for me to go get a public defender to what? Once I did the 72 hours, I, you know, I talked to this inappropriate judge, O'Connell, when, when, when I was arraigned, and she said, $500 or 72 hours time served. So that means that when I, if I do the 72 hours, this case is pretty much over with. As long as I don't go back to the properties, that was the issue. But that's my property, though. But under their rule and extortion, they wanted me to go back there so they can have more information to say something about to have me get, you know, reamed at Hoots' court to maybe get thrown back in jail again. The only thing I do is, you know, use use Hoots against her and the common pleas against them and uh, the commonwealth against them because I just come out in the court of opinion and I just ream their ass about their inappropriate crooked activity in the government and in the law. See, these people are criminals, but they're wearing badges. They're wearing robes. They're people like Ed Gaines, people like the NAACP. They let my mother slip through the cracks. Uh, the aging with Carol and Chelsea. They're crooked extortioners. And the you know if the you if uh, the NAACP back forty two years ago, if they had of stood up for my civil rights, no one would be in trouble right now because this case would have been over with 72, 42 years ago. You see, so I fought the NAACP for not standing up for my mother and myself and they let my mother slip through the cracks by being cowardice and not standing up for me because they took the extortion deal that Jay-Z presented to everybody, to everyone to extort me at a high rapid rate. That extortionist contract has all the attorneys on it. Rob Pierce and Associates, Dugan, all you guys signed off on that contract. But it's not nothing but a piece of paper you can wipe your ass with. My name's not on it. Michael J. Dean's name's not on it. But the contract is saying that it's a contract with me. But it's your Michael Dean. Your extortionist Michael Dean that works for the courthouse downtown that extorts everybody to a rapid rate. With the uh, sheriff department, he's tied in with all of that. And um, to really actually speak on the moratorium people, they're criminals and murderers. And I'll tell you the reason why. See, this is a murder throughout this, and I'll give you the murderous activity. I'll repeat it every day if I have to, so you'll get it. The murderous activity. They went to the West End and they said that this was this, this gentleman's house that was his, they, that he don't no longer own it anymore. And uh, he owes rent. So they put that on his mailbox or in his mailbox and he caught the guy before he got away. And he told him, he said, listen, man, this is my property and uh, I don't owe you anything. I pay all of my bills here and you know, his wife and everything and his children was there. And uh, he approached the man, not really in a threatening tone, but he was upset. 
you know, he was trying to explain to him, man. And, you know, just moratorium people are in with the sheriff department and the common pleas. So this man gunning down cold-blooded right in front of his kids and his wife murdered the man. The moratorium murdered the man right in front of his kids. And you know who excused him and said that it was a, a lawful thing to do? Was the lion-ass sheriff department who murdered the Hinduan. You remember when the, the shots, they shot the Hinduan and they found him at a gas station that was an old gas station that wasn't uh, optional. It wasn't op operating. Well, that was the sheriff department. They caught five guys that allegedly, uh, sh five cops that shot him, shot the Hinduan in the head five times, execution style, because Michael Dean said that, it, it, Michael Dean in the courts, that white Michael Dean, said that it came, the orders came from David Duke. And I'll get to that. But there was a six shot that they could not find the bullet on. And the officers that were the five went to jail and they're serving time now. And, uh, you know, they're kind of disgruntled about it until they realized that I knew the truth. And the truth is that their lead uh, detective officer, uh, Kevin, that was his sixth bullet. Because he told his men, I wouldn't ask you to do something that I wouldn't do too. They felt better because he put the six shot in the man's head with his backup service revolver. And when they asked him to bring it in, ballistics found out that the, the bullet and the gun match. These are murderers in Pittsburgh. They murdered my mother. They murdered the gentleman over in the West End with the moratorium because it was the sheriff's department who called herself doing an investigation about it. And they added insult to injury to the woman and told them that it was justifiable for him to do that because he came at him in a threatening tone. No, he didn't come at him in a threatening tone. He just came at him angry and tell him, you know, look, man, this is not my, uh, th I mean, this, uh, you know, this is my property and I don't owe you anything. He didn't hit the guy. He didn't do anything uh, physical to the guy. He was just upset. But the moratorium is made up of misfits and people that want to call themselves people that own property, but they don't. What they do find out is when they know that you own the property by other people extorting you and like Joe Smalls, he used my money and royalties to acquire all of the properties that he had from Wilkinsburg, uh, uh, Ellis Street, Clark Street, Lexington and uh, South Carolina and overseas in uh, Dominica and other places that he used my money with my royalties because he know I made money with my music. They all did. So they took my money to run their businesses all those years, turned my family against me from down south to Pittsburgh. They stopped talking to me and extorted me at a rapid rate. The guys I call my buddies, they did the same thing, stopped talking to me and start, you know, because they went through Art Rooney. Art Rooney had an extortionist uh, ring and they went through that and dealt, sold me off for football and baseball and hockey. So, these uh, um, things that, you know, were happening in here, 
were a lot of illegal things with people on the side of the law, allegedly, because when they accepted the Jay-Z deal, you have to understand something, lawyers in Pittsburgh, you put the country on the wrong side of the law because that means the judicial system was fucked when you took this and put it into government. You see what I'm saying? So, you were actually driving an unlawful deal with Jay-Z. And Dr. Dre, he extorted Jay-Z out of everything that he has, and he took over. You see what I'm saying? Because Jay-Z sold the idea to Perduto. And when he did that, Perduto tried to run it, and he did it, and he sanctioned the streets with the police to say that I was crazy, and if I come in there doing anything crazy for the cops to kill me. That was 70, that was 42 years ago. So, when they did all that, they put everything on the wrong side of the law. I lost my social security because I had a big social security case, and one of the uh, black, black men in the social security told me that, you know, they're trying to get your money because you got $159,000. You have a lot of money plus your music that you've been making that they've been extorting and they want your money and they're going to get it if you don't get you some help. Get you an attorney, but don't get anyone from around here because they're in their extortion. He told me that. Black gentleman. And he said, I'm going to show you how much you're worth. So when he went to get that at the uh, you know the printer to show me the white uh, operative that you know advocate that works for Social Security stopped him and said, "What are you doing?" I heard him back there, and he said, "Well, I'm going to show him what his money's worth." He said, "Don't do that because he don't need to see all of that money because we're going to extort him for it." That's what he said, and that's what they did. So I want all of my back money from the Social Security that they owe me in full. Because Barb from this um, Pierce, they made it, um, they helped them and they held out my paperwork from being filed to the courts for two years and made me lose my quarters. So when we finally went to court, she said to me when we came out of there and it didn't look too well, I said, I don't understand. So, you know, me and my mother were sitting there and we were getting fucked again. Not only with my music, but with my social security that I worked hard for. I was a hard worker. I worked 17, 18 hours, 14 hours a day. Sometimes 23 and 24 hours with Tough Shed. You know, I was a laborer and I worked for Labor Ready and we had, I had contracts with, you know, I had deals with companies that they would send me with, you know, to, and they told me, well, we don't want you to work for Labor Ready no more. You work so good. We like your work ethic. Come work for us. But they were extorting me too. And so I worked really hard. I made good money, but I worked 20, the most I can remember is working 23 hours because with Tough Shed, when you're driving from state to state, we, we, we build sheds, you know, those sheds out in front of Home Depot and things like that. Well, Tough Shed built those sheds. You pick out your shed and you call Tough Shed and, and, and you pay for it and Tough Shed 
called you and let you know they're coming to your house to build your shed. So you, we might go down to Akron. It might take four, no, it might take six hours to get there. That's, we're getting paid on that hourly time. And we get there, we might work eight hours and then have to drive six hours back and coming back in the night. We made good money, but it was all extortion. So when it came to my books registering, I had a lot of money raised up working with these labor ready papers, these day people and getting jobs from that. So I stored up a lot of money that they robbed me for. And Corbett, when he was uh, governor, he stole a lot of money from me and he extorted a lot of money from me too because when I was on unemployment, I didn't get all of my unemployment checks. He found reasons to make up reasons to screw me on that, even screwing the workers in the state by shutting down the state and saying he's not paying anybody. These are crooks. What Caucasians to get in power. So I, you know, I went on and, and I struggled and I went on and I said, well, okay, they're taking everything that I got and they're forcing me out of the workforce. So I said, well, okay, I'll get Social Security. I've worked up for it. And then they start taking that. Even to the day, they're not giving me everything that I'm supposed to get in Social Security. They're like, you know, forcing me out of everything on my money, extorting me. These women wanting their bills paid on me, but I'm not getting nothing from them. They're driving around in new trucks, new cars, got houses they done bought, I'm paying their bills in their house. I ran the national debt. Obama paid off the national debt with my money. If you don't believe me, ask China, ask Beijing. They don't have anything to lose. What do they care? They extorted them out of government and power anyway. And they're not getting anything. So why shouldn't they uh, tell the truth about it? I got to get mine because I haven't been getting at all. So I don't give it, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't consider this ratting the government out because they rat everybody out. If it was somebody on the streets, it'd be different. But the government, and even on the streets, if you, if you murder my mother, I don't give a shit about, you know, the snitch code is all out. I don't give a fuck about the snitch code. You, you murdered my mom. And they murdered my mother with the UPMC, Art Rooney, Kim Hoots, Papiani, Ed Gaines, the UPMC, uh, Shady Side, the NAACP, the Aging, Joe Smalls, and all the factions and government that surrounds that, like the Common Pleas and the Sheriff Department, etc., etc., etc. The murderers. I've investigated this. I don't tell lies on people, I tell the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. These are my memoirs, these are my depositions. If I have to come into court, then it's gonna be more. They got me out here living in my car, and I got property all over the, all over the city. It's mainly Ella, that's my mother's house. You use my money to pay off that house and buy that house, Joe Smalls. Clark Street, you did the same thing. 
Lexington, you did the same thing. And down in Carolina, you did the same thing. And in Dominica and all the other places where you bought resort property at, you did the same thing. That's the reason why Art Rooney has everything in his extortion. Because he extorted it all off of you. Joe Smalls. You know, that's Biggie Smalls' his family members. You know, the rapper. So, this is the, this, these are the forces that I was up against. And um, psychically, I try to tell you in a way that, um, you know, my abilities are true. I've proven that. But I'm not trying to be a swami or a uh, person that... Um, it's trying to be a uh, circus act or anything because Obama once called me a carnival act. And I had to prove him wrong. I was insulted. Because I was trying to uh, implement, implement myself into being someone in society, society that can help with missing persons. Um, you know, help solve cold cases. Uh, like they did with Sylvia Brown. Sylvia Brown wasn't really authentic. She just exploited it. Because she had a few hit or miss, you know, deals and they just went with it. So, but I didn't want to, you know, bust her bubble. I just wanted to just keep on moving with what I was doing. I didn't care back then about being involved with, you know, anything back then. I was just doing my thing and I said, you know, I knew when I seen her that she was a false prophet. But, you know, if you try to tell people that believe and they already built up this image for this person, you would have a fight on your hands. So I, it didn't really matter to me to try to discredit her. I just let it be. But my abilities come from my mother. She was like that. She used to work up and wake up in the night before she passed away and said, somebody's trying to kill me. And I knew that I knew she was telling the truth, but I didn't want to scare her. And when she got it, when she, they took her to the hospital illegally and threw her out the house illegally, Wilkinsburg did that. Kim Hughes, Kim, Kim Hughes's police officers did that. Did that? They took me to the jailhouse and they took her to UPMC. They had it all arranged with the ambulance service. And you know, when I got out of jail that night and that morning, I couldn't go to the hospital. You know what they did? They told me that my mother wasn't there because they had her in there as a Mabel Gray white woman. There's a Mabel Gray white woman, but they had my mother living that woman's life, extorting her. That woman was extorting my mother for years. And I had to fight with them. Even the uh, security department, they, they agitated this situation to try to brand me as someone that was trouble from the door. These racist people lied and said my mother wasn't there and they was upset at the fact that I did I did make enough fuss to get the black issue in there because I said you have my mother in here white that's the reason why I can't find her and you're saying she's not there because you changed it you had her in here as a Caucasian it's a prejudice deal in here I want their heads to roll I want UPMC to understand that you did something wrong this is malpractice and I want the hospice to understand my mother wasn't sick you made her sick and shut her up you murdered my mother when I told that nurse this from Korea don't shoot my mother with anything because of religious beliefs she overrid me anyway 
and she said it was about the COVID. My mother didn't have any COVID. And they said that it, the orders came from the White House. What the fuck do you got to do with my mother's business? See, I'm burning you right now. This is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. I want my mother's murderers to be brought to justice. I'm not going to let her case go cold. I'm going to be here every day saying the same thing until you prosecute somebody or somebody's because there was more than one person involved because Ed Gaines turned his head and the NAACP turned their head on my mother when I tried to get them involved because they were all out there, blacks was all out there filming when the sheriff department and everybody illegally kicked down my mother's doors and came in there when she owned the property. And they tried to say that the common police is talking about, okay, it's eviction day. You know, it's not no eviction day. My mother had the articles on the, on the door. When there's a civil action in this dwelling, you aren't allowed to come in there and force your way in. And they did. I have the records and the ruins of that. I got the articles from the neighbor, Julie. If she would step forth to get herself some leverage, not extortion, but a leverage, lawful leverage. And me being a broker to her, having a advocate to say something about her situation, because I know a lot about hers. Tell the truth about my mother and tell the truth about you giving me the articles to put on the door that you had on your door that Empress had on her door. And she filmed the whole thing, Empress did. But nobody turned in the information because the common pleas and the sheriff department told them to give the win to them and nothing was mentioned about my mother and the common pleas was going up for election with their people and uh, so was the sheriff department and the news just said all that stuff about them and nothing about my mother and what they done. They obstructed my mother's justice and let her fall through the cracks. So did the aging. Carol from the aging came out and said she did She did an investigation and said, well, where was Ed Gaines? I said, that's what I would like to know because all the blacks out in the street were filming, filming that he should be involved. Where was the NAACP? That's what I'd like to know. Everybody's seen this and filmed this, but they gave it to the sheriff's department. They railroaded my mother's rights and they let her get killed by these crackers and these blacks, the black crackers, like Ed Gaines, he wanted the extortion. The NAACP wanted the extortion. And that's the reason why my mother got murdered, because they turned their back on my mother. And that's the reason why I'm coming at him with a full-fledged barrage of the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me Allah. And Allah means God. So this is the United States of America's racist views and racist ways. Art Rooney is a real scoundrel, a racist scoundrel. And I could not get, get like I couldn't get rid of a pimple, I couldn't get rid of him. He's always been in my business, extorting me. With him, those Greeks, those Italians, Sicilians, Germans, and Romans, and Jews, and blacks, and anyone else that they extended their extortion out to and did what they did. 
the views of uh, the way that the, the pronunciation of hate is, it's Pittsburgh and the government of the United States. They're a hateful sort and they hated me because they were taking my money in extortion and I was saying something about it. So they murdered my mother to try to hurt me, to get a reaction from me, to do something crazy. My mother told me before I died, before she died, just be quiet and be calm. Just let me die. We know that they're killing me with this shit. And it hurt me so bad. It hurt me so bad. And when she ended up at the, you know, the hospice killed her because they, they, you know, when they get people, they're pretty much going to be dying. Hospice and the hospital of UPMC murdered her, the doctors, because Dr. Hassan, he was the only doctor that I kind of respected out of there. He told me in the early on, he says, Michael, he said, if you feel that these nurses, nurses are over sedating your mother, tell them. And when I did, they turned their security on me and told me that I had to leave the hospital because I was disrupting the care of the patient. No, I wasn't. I was stopping you from murdering her. And you made, it made me make a big scene about, you know, me not being in the hospital around my mother so I can see you killing her. You took four weeks out of my life, you know, being around my mother and you kept me away from her and you shot her up with all of that shit and murdered her. I want that Korean white woman's head and the exec executive's head and UPMC. I want them to be prosecuted for murder and I want UPMC to pay me a billion dollars because that's the least of you, what you can pay me with all the development you use my money for for all of the years. You owe me more than a billion dollars. You're still developing with my money now. From Oakland to East Liberty to elsewhere. So I want your heads. If you don't pay me, if I see the billion dollar, you know, and I want cashier's checks. I do not want checks to get it clear. Because I know the games you play. It has to be cashier. So when I put it in my bank, it's cash. I'm not trying to play with you. I'm not trying to play with your cops. I'm not planning to play with none of that. Because your cops are under, are under investigation by internal affairs. You need someone to police the police around here because they got too many police around here that's just doing what the fuck they want to do. They came to my house and took my mother out with no paperwork and said we had to get out the house. That was illegal. And plus that was my mother's house because Joe Smalls used my money to pay for that house. But Hoots wanted to extort it with everybody. Ed Gaines, Art Rooney, and everybody. She's a very, very despicable woman. And I'm sorry to say I see why they butchered your sister. If she was anything like you, oh boy, I see why they butchered her. You hate your own people. You need to be trying to solve that cold case about your sister. You don't love your sister because you know the truth and you won't tell because you're afraid. You're a punk. But you got a lot of balls when it comes to pushing me around and my mother. But you won't go push those people around who killed your sister. And you know who did that.
don't you know they're pressuring you about telling because they want you to tell that's a cold case it was a brutal cold case right on kelly avenue here in wilkinsburg you know why i know i used to live in the next building up at the at the beginning next to the barbershop i was out of town and i came back because i used to date a girl out in beaver falls i used to go out there a lot and when i came back i heard that you know, a young man by the name of Donnie was uh, getting flagged and pulled in and questioned about that. But Donnie didn't do it. Donnie didn't do that murder. You knew that. He just went with your sister. And for, you know, reasons, you know, he probably knew, but these people, he wasn't going to say anything. He just wanted out of it. But you know who it was because your family worked for him for years. Now, Hoots, what do you got to say about that? You got some questions to answer. You got some courts to go into. And you're not getting railroaded. This is the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. You shouldn't have been over in my business trying to kill my mother and do the things you were doing with the murderous Art Rooney and the murderous people you're with that you won't tell on. So, so much for a magistrate's career, huh? I still want to see what's going to go on on the 7th of July because I'm not going downtown and calling downtown and get a, a public defender for what? My time served. This should be over with and you should be turning my property over to me because you're just trying to extort it back. That's all you're trying to do. You're in there saying you're me. You got them women in there saying they're me. They're in there snitching on me trying to. You just had all of your street prostitutes to try to get me in prostitution. You control all of that activity. I knew to avoid them. I don't knock them for doing what they're doing, but they're under your clutches. You, ha you obviously have something on them to try to get them to work for you, to give you something. And on top of that, Tyrone is not gonna perjure himself anymore and come in there and say that he's an arbiter of Ross Perlman because he knows he perjured himself once and he's not gonna do it again. You can't pay anybody to say that now. So you lied and you murdered my mother to keep her property. Why? To help Joseph Smalls, who screwed you all. The Commons Pleas should have never listened to him. The Common Pleas back when my mother was still living, when I was going to court downtown for, you, for her, they told you not to send me down there. And you sent me down there anyway. They wanted to stop it in your court, but you wanted the extortion and you wanted to keep control of it by saying you were me. You got caught in there saying you were me. You can't say you were me because I always put that Michael J. Dean in there. You can't say Michael J. You, your deals is in Michael Dean. Yeah, I've been called Michael Dean, but technically I'm Michael J. Dean. I have a middle name, a middle initial that I use in business. Sometimes I haven't I learned from the past, when I used Michael Dean, you all extorted me on that. Because there, there Jay-Z made it possible by going down to 
the Social Security office with Peduto letting him do that and Obama when he was in office and changing his name to Michael Dean so he can broker off extortionist deals with other people, white, black, and saying they were Michael Dean. You follow me? So, that began the huge extortion on my music because I made money on my music. I made a lot. And you found ways to intercept it with my distributors and online and direct it your way because Nancy Pelosi went to China and said that I owed taxes for America. But, I, you know, even China said, well, how is that? Because we didn't even give him the money to even do anything with to owe taxes for Americans. She said, give it to us anyway, because we're going to extort it. If China tells the truth, that's what they will say to get themselves off the hook and be on the right side of things. I'm here to destroy your Jim Crow. I'm here to destroy your racism, your bigotry, your ethnic intimidation, and the murder of my mother, United States of America. And I'm here to make sure that nothing ever happens like this again. And I'm here to make sure that extortion is the number one crime in the world, in the United States especially. If anybody gets caught doing it, just like Dr. Dre had you all in lifetime deals when he signed you up in extortion, then your time will be a lifetime bid in jail because you were caught committing extortion. When you came to my house, Coots, and you sent letters to my house illegally, threatening my mother to owe you, and her name was M-A-B-L-E, and you had M-A-B-E-L, that's my aunt's last name. That's my aunt's name. Mabel, my mother's Mabel. It's two different pronunciations. I'll deal with her. She's a murdering motherfucker too. But the thing about it is, is in the Postal Service eyes, when you send solicited mail through the mail saying people owe you and they don't owe you, that's postal fraud. Going out to Scottsdale, Arizona and getting Nino to set up a post office box is postal fraud. So you got some federal issues to deal with yourself, common please, because I got tons of letters that I have in my possession from you saying my mother owed you money that she didn't owe you. And you had her name misspelled. And I went all the way to Adam, all the way to Adam to the U.S. District Attorney, who is an extortioner and caught into the extortion too. You know what his office told me? When I told her that, you know, my mother's name is not spelled M-A-B-E-L, it's spelled M-A-B-L-E. And they're sending me solicited letters from the post, uh, from the uh, common pleas saying my mother owed money. My mother don't owe anything. She pays all her bills and all of her rent. I pay for her. I pay it for her every month. Those places knew me coming in there regular paying my mother's bills. She didn't owe anybody anything. Plus, that was her house being extorted by Joe Smalls extorting my money and my royalties to purchase all of that. So, when I said all this and I presented all of that, to Adam, you know what his office told me? His secretary told me when I, she called me and she said, well, just because the name is not spelled the same, that doesn't mean that it's not 
enforceable. I said, you, I beg to differ. I said, because if you, if you take a drug case and all those uh, attorneys that are uh, defense attorneys that's in trouble now because they extorted two along with you and the prosecutor and all that, if they know what I know as far as the law, I never claimed to be a lawyer, but if you have a drug case, say for instance, you have the drug case and the cops go to the house and they try to present their drug case. And they look at it and they find out the defense attorney looks at it and he sees that his client's name is spelled wrong. He can petition to the court for them to, dis to dismiss that because he can say, your honor, this is not my client. And the judge will say, well, what do you mean? Because my client's name is spelled this way and they spelt it wrong on a typo. And as much as the judge knows that the client is guilty, he would have to throw it out on a technicality. So don't tell me that my mother's name, M-A-B-L-E and M-A-B-E-L was the same. And I stuck to my guns when Gokali, she tried to tell me that I'm not a lawyer. I never said I was, but I'm telling you that why you trying to for enforce this you're wrong because technically this is not my mother. So when I went down to the court to present the uh, papers to sue Joe Smalls for my mother so we can get the properties under control and under my mother's control, I had to go to the sheriff department and give disclosure on what I did in the court of common pleas. So when I went to the sheriff's department, I told them the same thing I just told you. I said, listen, this is, this is what you're sending to my mother is not my mother. This M-A-B, this M-A-B-E-L is not my mother. Guess what Kevin's sheriff's department told me? They told me that this is my mother's bill. This is my bill. I said, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that Joe Smalls would get a bill for rent and you wanted me to pay this for rent? For, for you extorting me? Wow, that takes a lot of balls for you to tell me that. You know I'm going to eat you up on this in the court of, public, court of public opinion. That's how ballsy this motherfucking sheriff department is. I say shut the sheriff department down. They have no use. The only thing they do is assist, uh, you know, prisoners over to the jails when they have court cases from the jails to the court and give serve uh, warrants and serve uh, eviction notices and different things like that. They don't even really serve the eviction notices. It's really the constables to do that. But they have no use besides, all I see them doing is over in Giant Eagles, sitting around extorting me over there. They've been uh, saying that they've been um, uh, protecting me for 42 years, collecting $500,000 a year from my music and extortion. That's what they've been doing. This is a corrupt town. They used to say that uh, Louisiana was the most corrupt city in the United States. No, I say Pittsburgh is. This is a two-time city with Rosenthal being a two, uh, uh, 
uh, a corrupt judge. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, a corrupt mayor and the uh, chief of police. He thought he was in the in crowd with those whites. He found out he wasn't because he had a 30 year decorated, uh, you know, serving of uh, being a law enforcement officer. And he had clusters and different things like that. But they still set him up and got him out the way because they asked him to move $5,000 from PNC Bank to another bank. It was a setup. Uh, Rosenthal set him up because he was in a lot of trouble because he took a lot of kickbacks and they kept, kept catching him. So he had to get the chief in trouble because the chief would have been the one putting the cuffs on him. See what I'm saying? So that's how he got the chief out the way. And then check this out. Rosenthal didn't even get no charges. And he's able to still get his pension? How was that? He wasn't extorting me on a rapid rate. And Robert Byers know Rosenthal was our teacher who persecuted us every day. That's the reason why he killed her. She played mind control games to, on us every day. She was a very despicable Jew. Very despicable Jew. I see why he did it. Because those Jews are very despicable people. Because Peduto let my door get kicked over like Germany. He said that. Excuse me, sir. Do you have a dollar? I no, I sure don't, man. I'm, okay. I need a dollar myself. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm That's, sorry. Yep, yep. Mm. You see, the thing about it, everybody figures you got something. I mean, everybody's struggling. But I'm out here homeless. I'm a transient. Because these people took over my operations and tried to steal my business. But they stole the money, but they couldn't take the business. I'm in control of the business. I have money, you know, that they have that I could be using for the country and they're sending the money out to Putin and the emperor in China and everywhere else and extorting me. So they got extorted out of power. Now they need me. If it wasn't for the fact that they extorted me, I wouldn't be able to block everything. So it's a good thing, United States, that you extorted me because I can claim everything. The only thing is you have to turn everything over to me for America to keep the money home. You see? You see how God does? You were screwing me, but I'm turning out to be your savior. You don't have to turn the country over to Putin or turn the country over to the emperor and have us live under the sickle and hammer flag. Because I, you know, it's enough being here with you racist Caucasian Ku Klux Klan hide behind the scenes Aryan. There's no way I'm gonna have Putin in here telling me what the fuck to do and the emperor when they were doing it from a distance and you were allowing it in extortion and on that note I will say that's the end of the morning daily bread I'll see you this evening and you try to prosper the best you can and living the best you can because it's a murderous society and you're doing a lot of killing to a lot of innocent people so that's the reason why they want to kill you back I kill you in a different way like this my mouth is my AR have a good day.